It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Houston Astros. The Houston Astros get their first win. Change the narrative. A home run for Torino. Create some momentum for us for tomorrow. The fact that this series is, is clearly not over. Astros. Two great teams going at it. Take it back. Take it, take it back, take it back boys. Nationals. Everybody on their feet here. Oh, this is what we're playing for. This team has no quit. The World Series. Game four. We hung a banner two years ago. We want to hang another one for these group of fans. Deep left field. Let's go. It's gone. And now, Astro Launch. The official pregame show of Houston Astros Playoff Baseball. Brought to you by Houston Methodist. Leading medicine. By Gallery Furniture. By Daniels Jewelers. And by Waste Management. Here they come. Lift off. Now to the Astros broadcast booth. Here's Robert Ford and Steve Sparks. Greetings from Nationals Park in Washington, D.C., where today the Houston Astros take on the Washington Nationals in Game 4 of the World Series. Astros took Game 3 last night in D.C., 4-1. to one. Jose Altuve, two doubles, two runs scored. Michael Brantley, two hits, two RBIs, as the Astros got their first game in this World Series. Nationals still lead the series two games to one. Today's pitching matchup is brought to you by Houston Methodist Leading Medicine. And today, to try and get even in the series, the Astros will turn to right-hander Jose Urquidy. Made seven regular season starts as a rookie this year. He's going to be making his first postseason start tonight in the World Series. Yeah, Jose Urquidy, he's not a, an opener in this case. A.J. Hinch hoping he can give him maybe five or six innings. And he has confidence in Urquidy, or else he wouldn't give him the baseball in such a critical critical game for the Astros. He's shown poise. He's got really good pitches. He's got four pitches that he can move around. And it just doesn't seem like the moment's gotten too big for him at all. Certainly doesn't. And meanwhile, it's Patrick Corbin, left-hander on the mound for the Nationals. Astros saw him briefly. He pitched an inning in game one of this World Series. And that's kind of how the Nationals have used him this postseason, making his third start this postseason after four relief appearances. Left-handed pitcher signed with the Nationals. He was a much ballyhooed free agent signing in the offseason. And uh, all you really need to know about Patrick Corbin is he's very reliant on the slider. So you're, you're looking for spots to, to take advantage of that slider. He only gave up six homers on on his slider all year so take that out of the equation just hit line drives go the other way whatever you need to do but get it up a little bit and get it out away from you today's case of the game brought to you by your houston area lexus dealers and you know you look at the way these first three games have unfolded and i guess you'd expect this in games like this and between two good teams runners in scoring position that's is such it. a big part of it that's it you know the astros were four for ten last night so they got the win uh the nationals struggled so for whatever reason uh three for 29 the home teams have been with runners in scoring position so far in this series uh the astros didn't do a very good job of it at minute may park and maybe maybe pressing a little bit in front of their home crowd so i think things will even out both teams are good Good hitting teams, opportunistic. Uh, so being able to relax is uh, the deeper you get into this series. I think we'll see a lot of these stars begin to shine, especially in critical moments. 
Coming up next, we'll hear from A.J. Hinch on the Manager Show presented by Waste Management. And on this Saturday, go into the Coach's Corner. And we'll also hear from Astros hitting coach Alex Centrone. Well, we'll be back after this. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford box? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. All right, we're talking with A.J. Hinch before Game 4 of the World Series. And let's talk about yesterday's game a little bit, A.J. That was just a phenomenal game. And I think for a manager or anybody watching the game with 22 left on base, the wheels were turning for you guys in the dugout all night long. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that was a weird game in the sense that it – there was pressure every inning. It would have never guessed it was gonna be a four to one game. I would yeah. expect that game to be nine to eight or ten to ten to seven or or something like that. Because both teams were all over the base paths and neither team could really deliver the big blow to break open the game. Luckily for us, we kept chiseling away at it a little bit and, and separated ourselves and so they were always playing catch up. But our pitcher's ability to strand runners was the key of the game and we used a lot of them. I think five or six pitchers came mm-hmm. in and they all you know, recorded outs for us and did did their parts and piecing together a good game. Early in the game, I start watching Zach Greinke, and it reminds me of when Keiko was here, was his ability to get the ground ball double play. A big one in the second inning with Robles at the plate. Uh, are you thinking the same thing when he's out there? He's he's just one good pitch away? Yeah, well, I, I never really never see him panic, and I never see him concerned. Yeah. He always tries to make pitches. He never concedes in it bad, or he's never going to give in. He's always going to execute these pitches, and especially – his bravery with and boldness in throwing marginal pitches just outside the strike zone to induce some soft contact or get a ground ball or this breaking ball that he's throwing that's in- incredibly slow. Yeah. Um, he just has a feel for the moment where he's not going to – this game's not going to speed up too fast for him. But they're anxious moments for me in the dugout because he's one pitch away from getting out of it or one pitch away from – from having a bigger inning, and, and we've seen both of those this postseason. What were you like as, as a catcher and as a manager when you see him throw a, a two-strike changeup just below the zone and the hitter takes it? Are you, are you, I mean, I was a beggar when I was on my – how in the world do you take that? <laughs> well, as a player, you know, you just sort of kept kept in the fight a little bit and just yeah. and continued to grind. As a manager, I immediately assume they're tipping their pitches. <laughs> Nowadays, that's all we think about and all we talk about. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the borderline calls, especially in the postseason, are – um, are excruciating when they go your way you feel good when they go against you it's you know the emotional reaction out of all of us I, st- I thought the check swings yesterday there were a couple that were right on the line if not a you know ahead of it that oh, we, yeah. we we could have gone our way but um, on the flip side we got a couple pitches in in our direction so it's why I love the human element why I don't really want anyone to go to the electronic strike board strike zone or or, or kind of make this game any stiffer than it needs to be. You know, you also get a, a view or maybe just a, a glimpse of what Grinky's going through, being able to execute slow curveballs in big moments, don't you? Yeah, he's you know what he's really mastered is the art of, of him going slower than the hitter. He's mm-hmm. going to 
when the moment's getting really big, the crowd noise, the the everybody's elevated on their feet, and he's like, "Oh yeah, watch this. Here's he a prays on eight mile an hour curveball, yeah, and point. and you see the big swing out of Soto or a big swing out of Zimmerman or a big swing out of Eaton. I mean, it, these yeah. these they've got a really good offense, but the Zach's ability to kind of back off a little bit and 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 play wiffle ball was was key. Pretty proud of Josh James, what he was able to do. I mean, bases loaded and being able to execute that changeup. Yeah, I mean, it's it's important for, for Josh to come in. I mean, obviously, the strikeouts are something that, that we love about him. The mm -hmm. You know, he teeters on that line of, of deep counts and big and big uh, number of pitches per plate appearance. and uh, But he's always got these weapons, and, and he doesn't throw the changeup very often late in the count like that, especially to right-handed hitters. So I thought Chirinos did a really good job of going off script yeah. and, and, and finding a way to get through and at bat. Ryan Zimmerman's one of the you know, more savvy veteran hitters left here in the postseason. And, and for him to be able to, you know, to trick him, so to speak, or, or to, to get him off balance, get him to swing and miss at that, at that juncture of the game. You know, we're still only in the middle of the game. And, we, and, and part of the reason that we, we won is we were able to maintain that lead throughout the entire game. We, we, we chiseled away at it and, and just kept our lead um, when they, even though they had opportunities. You got a chance to pick your spots with, with the guys on your bench, and Kyle Tucker comes in in the sixth inning with mm -hmm. a big uh, pinch hit walk. He shows some really good discipline, and like you were talking about earlier, uh, he's a bold base runner, isn't he? He is, and he, mm -hmm. and he, we, you know, we gave him the keys. We knew the guys he was going to face, or he would be that he would be out there, and and he's done a good study on those. Donnie Kelly does a good job of letting him know what the keys are when you're trying to run bases. All of a sudden, he's off and running, gets to second base, gets to third, and then. This play that we're we're like mastering in the postseason that we never did in the regular season is like the get in the rundown between home and, and <laughs> can you third. believe that keeps it's happening? It's happened three times. It hasn't yeah. happened three times in my five years here. Three times in like six six games, and it's incredible. And I, that you know, but that's again his ability to stay in that kept Jose all the way, yeah. got him to second base, and um, nice for Tuck to have a good at bat. I mean, the walk was key. It, it you know that type of at bat where they're getting him trying to get him to chase set the whole inning up. Do you feel like you're cheating having Will Harris in your back pocket? <laughs> no, but I, I keep. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm giving him a massage. I'm putting ice on him. I'm I'm taking him, you know, as much coffee and and food. I mean, I'm treating him like a king behind the scenes because I use that guy every day and I use him in, in the teeth moments. of the order. I mean, it's yeah. You know, you're not gonna get to face the pitcher, man. You're gonna have to face Rendon <laughs> yeah. and Soto and Turner and and he keeps responding. So he's he's been here as long as I've been here yeah. and and certainly have grown personally close to him and professionally so proud of him but but him coming up in the big moments and getting a lot of recognition I saw him doing some interviews after the game yesterday and that's great I love it I yeah. love that guys that are that are under the radar yeah. but yet big contributors for a team get the exposure one of the things he was talking about in in one of his interviews is how good the ball just feels in his hand right now and you see that the way he leverages every count yeah so I heard that quote and I'm like oh sweet I'm gonna put the ball in your hand tomorrow too <laughs> <laughs> so he, he'll be yeah. ready to go Big five outs from Will. Chirinos with the big homer to give you a little bit more cushion. Uh, he's always just one swing away, isn't he? He is, and he, and he was able to keep that ball fair, and he's hit a couple balls hard and hadn't had anything to show for it, then had the rough game where he struck out, and I ended up hitting for him. But the the calmness in his presence is cannot be overstated. He He's very, very good. I think his his actions behind the plate were exceptional yesterday, walking us through you know, six pitchers and getting getting the best out of those guys, and then – you know, I always I joke with our not even a joke. I tell our catchers, you know, catch a winner and get a hit, mm -hmm. and everybody's happy. And and boy, did he do both of those. Did you know Torinos was this cool uh, when you were playing against him? We're playing against him on the other side. You see his 
his demeanor and and you, you know you, you don't know whether that's is it serious is it aloof oh, is yeah. it is it stoic like what is just really sincere the, yeah what's around it but when you're around him on your team you it's all sincere and very calm presence yeah. you know there's an edge to him when you're on on his club in in you know what he likes and what he doesn't like but the 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 you know again he's got he's got his son here he's got a, he's got a family he's got mm-hmm. some maturity to him that shows up on the field but that's how he is every every day behind the scenes too you're facing a lefty tonight uh, you guys have seen him Patrick Corbin a lot of sliders all that stuff you got Jake Marizic in the lineup today mm-hmm. playing outfield and he's got good numbers against Corbin but uh, what's the what's the key against Corbin you got to lay off his slider down you know that the, you got to make him throw strikes out away from you as a right-handed hitter and for for Michael he's the only lefty that I put in there today. He's got to make sure the ball's elevated a little bit. So Corbin loves that that back foot slider to righties, that down over the plate slider to lefties. He's got a pretty decent fastball. It's a little surprising how how it gets on the hitters. So we've got to shrink our zone. You know, not too dissimilar to how we did against Scherzer and Strasburg to make them okay. throw it in our area, the strike zone. Once he does that or makes an adjustment to get the ball away from us a little bit, then we go to swinging. And your decision to go with Arkiti to start this game was predicated on his ability to get righties and lefties? Yeah, a little bit of both. I mean, also, I, I, we need a little bit more of a traditional start today in the National League ballpark. Um, pretty heavy bullpen day yesterday, but but Arkiti starting with the top of the order being so uh, versatile for, for the Nats. you got Turner, uh, you got Eaton, you got Rendon, you have Soto, and we have Kendrick. The yeah. first five hitters are kind of back and forth, right, left, right, left. Arkiti's ability to move the ball around. They haven't seen him before. The changeup works to both um, both sides of the plate. That 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 all factored in, and 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 most importantly, you know, give him a chance to prepare for this game and and mm. go out and do his normal warm up, do his normal routine. We've seen him rifle off five, six scoreless innings against an A's team or an Angels team. Rangers late yeah. in September. The Rangers he had a good game. That that type of performance today could really put us put us uh, in the right direction in this series. And at his best, we see a, a lot of swing and miss, but outside of stuff, what do you like about him personally? Just his presence, too. I mean, he's yeah. as really calm as can be. I mean, he understands the magnitude of the moment, but um, I like when I go, and I went to the clubhouse last night, I said, hey, man, you got to start tomorrow. Um, he was happy, but he, he wasn't giddy. He wasn't nervous. He wasn't, he was very business-like, like, good, I'm looking forward to it, like, very super calm. And he's been that way in all of his outings mm-hmm. in the postseason where he's, he's ready to go. All right, A.J. Hench, good luck tonight. Thanks, Brady. Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. Astros fans, whether you're enjoying the game at your favorite sports bar or at Minute Maid Park, please make sure you plan ahead for a safe ride home. From your friends at Silver Eagle Distributors Houston and Budweiser. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Alex Centrone, Astros hitting coach, as the Astros get ready for, for Game 4 of the, the World Series. And, you know, it felt like Alex... Uh, uh, a, a big hit in the moment, obviously, with the Astros getting a run, the, the base hit by Reddick to get the Astros on the board. But it's been well documented, the, the struggles with runners in scoring position in the, in the postseason. But that seemed to kind of get the ball rolling. Yeah, I think the struggle for the <clears throat> runners scoring position being the whole year. I think we always had the big homers and mm-hmm. the big, you know, the big double, but not a big hit. And, you know, last, last night Reddick got a, a big blue single uh, with Carlos on in you know, scoring position and that get us a little bit awake but you know we have some bad luck we're putting good swings to the ball we have some bad luck as well and you know, I think that home run by Chirinos put us like um, in, in a good spot to win that game yeah, you mentioned the, the bad luck. I mean, if you look at, and I'm sure you've seen some of it with the what the Astros batting average on balls 
exit velocity 95 plus. It's lower than than it normally would be uh, if, if everything was was even. Uh, you think about the ball Altuve hit early that that Robles made a great catch on in center field. Does that sometimes what you have to do as a hitting coach reinforce? Hey, you're you're making really good contact. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't need to change anything. Yeah, that's why usually we we do it. We use the guy when like George Springer yesterday hit a ball hard mm-hmm. one of one of seven mm-hmm. right the shortstop. You know, change your grab battery to stay on the changeup. You know, and hitting came through as a hit as a good result. But you know, they put in the barrel to the bat. Julie Gurriel hitting ball over one or three mm-hmm. or one of fire by a people or two by ball. And you know, a lot of the other hitters, you know, they put in the ball um, and play hard, hard contacts. And we had no holes. We haven't find any luck, but. You know, we're still here. Hopefully today is the day that, that we come through. We haven't even get big hits in big moments until yesterday, and we still be able to win and compete in the in the past game, especially the game one. The you know, homers by Springer and the double by Springer put us in a good situation and give us a chance almost to, to win that game. But you know, hopefully today is the day, and then you know we can tie the series and, and relax a little bit more. I think everybody's confident here. The guys you know, feel good. What, what, what we see yesterday, 11 hits, you know, guys putting the ball in play, and um, you know we're, we're really confident that today is going to be a good day. What have you seen with with Jordan Alvarez? We've seen him have a little bit more success in the World Series. Had a rough ALCS against the Yankees. Have you seen some improvement in just some of the at bats in the World Series compared to what you saw earlier in the postseason? Yeah, definitely. I think in you know in the Yankee series it was a lot of trying to do too much. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of pressure for him. The Yankees attacked some some good good holes that he had attacking pretty well. They put down in his head. He's trying. He was trying to to cheat on the. And, and, uh, fastball up and inside and that you know that discovered another hole in the breaking balls in the dirt and then he understand that he didn't need to go to their plan he needs to come out and make the pitcher throw strike and make he, you know his pitch to hit not that pitcher's pitch to hit so I think that's what he did against um, Church and Strasbourg more calm taking pitches and I he was like that when he came here you know he got a couple changes of hit against Strasbourg he got a couple fastball hits against um, Churcher so he looked more comfortable more relaxed even yesterday he come on a pin here he missed a, a, a ball that he was like 95 up and in and I think if that ball was a little bit down it would be a damage and um, mm-hmm. at least he put the battle to it and I think um, he's, he's coming through he's learning and he's maturing and you know he's gonna be a good a good a good pay a good health for game six because we're gonna go, we're gonna go to game six that's that's right that's that's a good way of looking at it and as a, a hitting coach uh Obviously, there's so much preparation you have to do to help the hitters get ready uh, for game plans, things like that. Does the workload change at all during the postseason, during the World Series, or is it similar to what you're, you're doing during the regular season? No, it's more. It's more because this is like game by game. This is more intense. The guys are more into it. And, you know, they want, especially when you wouldn't know the naturals. We don't play those teams. You right. Know, that, that's the, the, the hardest part. We, we haven't faced those guys the whole year, and it's a lot of more information that we need to give to the hitters. They're they're like blind. They don't know those some of the guys, and you know they they, they change year by year because some of those guys coming from different organization, like Corbin and Sancho, especially, and. Uh, in the evolution of the Strasbourg and the Churcher and you know we have to study more and we have to prepare more and we make sure we have the right information for the guy how they're going to attack them differently too and you know the weakness that they might do like you know, a lot of other stuff that we, we do is a lot more study and some more work 
and we have to prepare those guys, watch their video, make sure they're in a good place when the game starts. And we're still working during the games, making adjustments, you know, depending how the bats going, how the guys are attacking our guys. So, yeah, it's more work, it's more intense, and, you know, you want to win, and you want to win every bat. So, it's, it's a, a lot of different. Alex Centron, Astros hitting coach. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Rob. Every pitch. Swing and a miss. Ten strikeouts for Cole. Every inning. And Cole dances back to the dugout. Of every game. See you later. See you later. Back to back checks. October baseball. Everybody's got to come through our house to get to the World Series. Exclusively on the Houston Astros. Now the crowd's getting frisky. Radio Network.